And we are live. Welcome to the Two Guys in a Bed podcast, the official podcast of where reality becomes a fantasy. It is Thursday, October the 3rd. Thanks for tuning in. We got a really good show lined up. Uh, two teams are still undefeated. Uh, one team is off to their worst start in WRBF history. And we have a serious matchup of the week coming up in week number five. But before we get into all that, I'm going to introduce the co-hostesses for tonight. Yes, you heard me right. That's plural, co-hostesses. Uh, Callahan is out for tonight, but we've got two guys subbing in. And yes, when Callahan's out, we need two people to take up his space in this bed. Um, yeah, fat jokes. Yep, fat jokes. I got him. Um, so we got the uh, the first ever champion, Tucker. Are you there? I'm here. Glad to be here. Glad to take up a half of what Tyler can do. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have you. It's good to have you. And then our third person tonight is the I'm gonna forget his name. It is the Enterprise. Uh, no, the ex the excellence of. It's exception? What is it? What is it, Nick? Oh my God! You butchered it? a Hall of Famer's nickname, man. Come on! Oh, the excellence, the excellence of execution. Execution. Bret Hart. Come on. My bad. Come on. He's got the sharpshooter right there. I know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, look, this guy provided me a lot of great memories in my childhood. I figured I'd bring him back. You know, our logo. Our logo is the freaking. Ring, man. We got to get some uh, more wrestling names in this in this league here. Well, I'll, I'll hand it to Tim. He's had um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan uh, for like years now as his. That's master. right. That's pretty good. And then you know Callahan has the Ric Flair woo thing going on. Um, so yeah, that's that's cool. I like it. I, hey, I, don't you forget Million Dollar Man? That used to be a team yes, name, didn't it? That's right. That's a good call. Bret Hart, yes, he is a Hall of Famer, and uh, you are a Hall of Famer too, Nick. And Tucker, you're 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 here. You're good. <laughs> so thanks. <laughs> and and hey. there's also Tucker. Hey, you guys, speak speak if you guys are uh, undefeated. Uh, That's what I thought. That's uh, what I thought. <clears throat> well, let's uh, let's get a sponsor going for tonight. Uh, Nick, I think you might have one lined up. What do you got, Nick? I do, I do. I gotta tell you, this season, you know, we we um we've got Old Forester uh, Bourbon. They are sponsoring us tonight, and um, I gotta tell you, I'm super thankful for them. Uh, gotta bring a tear to my eye here. They've been getting me through the first three weeks of this god awful fantasy football. <laughs> Yeah, I can see you probably, you know, you've dived into the bottle a, a few times there because you've had bad luck. You've been scoring points, um, but you just haven't been able to catch a break. But you did catch a break in week four. So let's go ahead and jump into week four. Um, Callahan beat me, and we'll move on from that game. Um, Steve, <laughs> Steve. Uh, no, I mean, uh, my guys, they did okay. They scored 115. That's, that's Pretty good for my team this year. Uh, it wasn't good enough. Callahan scored 133, and he actually had two guys not even score any points. He started Melvin Gordon, and Melvin had, like, no snaps at all. So, uh, I guess that's I'm the, – That's the part I was wondering if you are going to bring up. 
Like he beat you seven on nine. Yeah. <laughs> like and he beat you by sixteen point eighteen points or whatever. He's like, Yeah, I don't need those two guys, it's okay. Yeah. I guess I should be thankful. He could have fiftied me, I guess, if he would have, you know, managed his team a little bit better. But you know, it's it is what it is. I would have loved to win that game. Um, but what are you gonna do? Uh, Steve, Steve beat Dell 115 to 76. This was Dell's lowest point total since 2016. Uh, so it's three years now, and that's his lowest point total. Steve rebounds from a historically poor performance last week and gets the win. Um, either of you guys want to comment on this game? Uh, I, I don't know that Dell will have that poor of a performance going forward. I think that's just a fluky fluky week for him um he's fortunate that he didn't get 50 could have easily happened if he would have played some other guys last week but uh still steve gets the win and um congratulations to steve you, you got, and you he gets to change his name that's the only thing i would say like <laughs> short name uh short-lived name change yes yeah steve gets to change his name <laughs> back yeah he with the win yeah all right. yeah the one thing i want to say about that i mean i was i'm really surprised about steve i mean i thought I felt like with uh, Barkley going down, I think you'd have some uh, some rough weeks ahead, especially playing Dale. I mean, hell, recent champ right there. Right. Yeah, Chris Godwin had a huge game for Steve, scoring 39 points. Wayne Gallman stepped in and had, I think, two touchdowns for Steve. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was really impressive. And did you, I'm sure you guys have seen that Saquon's out there practicing, running around with that high ankle sprain. He's talking about even coming back this week. That's ridiculous. Like the dude's not human. So Steve's going to just keep clicking along. Uh, he's two and two, and I think he's he's got a great chance of making the playoffs with that lineup that he's got. Speaking of making the playoffs, Tucker is well on his way to making the playoffs. He beat Logan last week, one sixty six point nine to one fifty eight point six. Logan's point total tied him with Tim earlier this year. Uh, that 158.6 is the second most points scored in a loss, the second most points in the history of WRBF, and still lose. Uh, and, and he gets beat by the only person that scored more points than him. Um, man, you, you, hate to, you hate to see that for Logan. I know that's got to be frustrating on his part, but Tucker, it's got to feel good for you. Yeah, I mean, no lie, me and Logan were texting back and forth, and I was like, I'm going to – Sorry to beat you down like this, but at least you don't get at least you're not getting beat down by fifty. And he's like, It's not over yet. I got the Steelers going. And I was like, Man, no, no, you're 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 not gonna beat me. And then, and then all it took was one more pick six touchdown and I was and I'd be mm. toast. Mm. I was sweating. So Nick, Nick, let me ask you. Uh Tucker, he does have the least amount of points scored against him in the entire league. All right, keep that in the back of your mind. He is undefeated. Are you buying the Tucker hype? So, I will never bet again. Bet for Tucker. Now, <laughs> being okay. said, okay. Now that being said, I did admit to him. I kind of like the way his team's built, and I'm going to tell you why. Historically, for me, I've been very running back heavy. Running backs are guaranteed touches. The guaranteed floors. I was telling Tucker, I kind of like starting the two receivers in the flex. And I think all he needs is one, just one of his four receivers 
to have a good weekend, and he's damn, he's going to score some good points. And uh, you know, it's gamble, it's a gamble, and um, I think it's going to come crashing down just because the average Joe that he is. But <laughs> fundamentally, I th- I think he's on to something here. I think it's pretty good. Tucker, your response. I have the second most points scored, regardless of what you score against me. I've scored the second most points. I've only – Tyler's only outscored me by 6.5 points or something like that, 6.4 points. So, whatever. This is, this is, this is, <laughs> I'm good. Y'all can suck it. I know I'm let me good. Tell you, let me tell you what's happening. Right now, you have a quarter, and you flip that quarter four times, three times, and it's happened to hit heads, my friend. It's just <laughs> – it just happened to hit heads. So let's not get too cocky here. We got a full season ahead of us. Um, bump the brakes. <laughs> and I don't you know if you won that trade. I don't know if you won that trade you just did. Okay. I just want to put that in. Let's go ahead and talk about that. So Nick mentioned the trade. Tucker and Tim made a trade earlier today. And – it's kind of a of a big trade. Um, you know, there were six dudes that were involved in this trade, so that alone in itself that makes it you know kind of a big deal. But there were some heavy hitters. Tucker gives up Devonte Adams, arguably one of the best wide receivers in the game, along with Ronald Jones and Will Disley, and he receives David Montgomery, one of the up and coming running back rookie running backs, uh, Mark Ingram, a stud top fifteen running back, and then Jack Doyle from Tim. So, Tucker, walk us through that trade. Uh, obviously, I'm sure you feel like you won the trade. Um, what made you want to deal? Devontae Adams, I know he's injured, but you know he's always a potential of being a number one wide receiver. So, Tucker, tell me about it. So, I really didn't want to deal Devontae Adams. Uh, Tim and I were working past two weeks on the deal, and the deal breaker was Devontae Adams every time. Um, but I, I just went back and looked at it. Devontae Adams has only really had a top 10 week once, and that was last week. Um, and then he went out with a turf toe. Um, I think he's still a good receiver, um, but I'm hoping I've got enough receiver talent that I needed some running back talent because I was, I was honestly a little nervous with <clears throat> Melvin Gordon coming back that I'd be a little bit running, bit, running back light because Austin Eckler has really been carrying the load for my team with Melvin Gordon out. So, um, and then it, it also gives me the flexibility. I got options upon options for my flex positions now. Um, and so I don't know that I want it. I mean, I, I gave up a lot to get two running backs that I, I like. Um, I would, I mean, at the end of the day, I just said, F it, let's do it. Um, but I just, it was really, really close. I think it was a pretty fair trade in my opinion. That's what a uh, Steve no, – what's it, Steve Fisher? What's the Rams coach? What was his name? Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher. That's a Jeff Fisher move for sure. Just fuck it. Let's just do it. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it probably doesn't really help my team, but I don't care. We'll just do it. It doesn't matter. My team yeah, said well, it doesn't matter. Well, I'm, I don't agree to that, but, I mean, I agree – Tucker does need some RB balance, and I think he's definitely got it now. Um, For the record, um, five of his six bench spots are all running backs. 
So he's definitely got his depth that he wanted. So that's good. Mm. We shall see. I, we, I, I can understand why Tim pulled the trigger. Uh, Devontae Adams is huge. And Tim does have uh, depth at running back. So he could afford to give up Montgomery and Ingram. Um, and let's not sleep on Will Disley. I think he could, he's a top 10 tight end. I know Tucker picked him up on free agency and he, he spent the money to get him. But uh, I think that, that could really help Tim down the road. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, so Kevin beat Sam last week. Kevin is still undefeated. He is the only other undefeated team in the league. Um, he scores 123, and Sam only scores 93. Sam fails to score 100 points for the second time this season. And, guys, he still hasn't spent any of his fab money. And at this point, I really just think he's doing it out of spite. I think he's going to try to pull a Chris and just not make any kind of major moves and just ride it out. He's going to ride it out to the bottom. That's what he's going to do. Mm. Yeah. He has no depth at all. And when these bye weeks start really kicking in, I think he's – I'm really glad he's on, my, he's on my schedule coming up because I think the bye weeks are really going to hurt him. Well, let's, I mean, look, let's not, let's not get on him too much. I'm going to say he's a rookie. He doesn't understand what it takes yet to win in this league. So he's making a couple mistakes, making a couple mistakes, but uh, I think the future is bright for him. He's got a solid team. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. It's not too bad. Nick Chubb is a stud. He scored 41 points last week. Say that again, though. He scored 41 points. And how many points did he score total? 93. He had, 93. 41. <laughs> he had half of his points <laughs> from one player. That's how bad it is. I don't care what you say. Sam's team is not good. He's got Nick Chubb, and that's it. Okay. Okay. Hot take. I like it. I mean, Adam Thielen, they're, they're not doing good at all in Minnesota. They're imploding over there. Um, Delaney Walker had a, a crappy game. He just scored a 0.9. Um, I mean, I think he's, he's yeah. got decent players. but I may, I may have missed the boat here on him. Where, where the hell did Shady go? LaShawn McCoy, is that you're talking about? He's with Kevin. He yeah. traded him to Kevin. Oh, my God. Oh my god! That was back when Sam was making all these trades with everybody. Rookie move. It was funny. I want to bring this up real quick. It was fucking hilarious that at the draft, when he drafted McCoy or bought McCoy for three dollars, and we were looking at him like, "What an idiot!" (laughs) (laughs) And then the next day, he signs with fucking Kansas City, and it was like, "Oh." Shit, that actually <laughs> might work out. <laughs> Sam knew it the whole time. He knew it. He knew it. He had Schefter as the back pocket right there. He's out there playing chess. We're playing checkers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Nick, you beat Ryan last week, won 11.3 to 74.6. It was the matchup of the week going into week number four, but it ended up being kind of a dud. Ryan's team uh, really sucked it up. Um, I do have a, a video from Ryan that I'm gonna I'm gonna play. I'm a national ambassador here, gentlemen. <laughs> Showing them how to throw a rocket like Baker Mayfield. And yes, I'm catching it in one hand like Odell. Spreading WRBF around the world. Uh, Nick, you have dominated Ryan over the years. You are 5-1 and one against Ryan. 
He gives mm-hmm. you the first victory. Ryan will cure whatever ails you. Nick, let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, it, you always want to 0-3. You really want to kind of pick on Ryan. Um, his team's pretty good this year. I got to give it to him. I don't know what he's drinking down there. No, um, no, no. Don't not, give it to him. Don't give it to him. No. It's not making him sick. No. But, you know. No, Nick. No, uh, no. Don't make me do it. I do not want to give Tucker any more praise than I already have. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just Bring it on over here. Don't give Ryan Bring any praise. Well, let me say this real quick about my team before I don't get the chance to because Tucker's blabbing about his bullshit team too much. <laughs> I want to say one thing. Let's hear it. I am only one in three because three. of six, six points. Six ah. points. If six points change, okay, I'm sitting here three and one. So I'm not too worried about this, gents. I'm not too worried about this. Even though I haven't fact-checked that at all, I'm going to go ahead and make that this week's. Stop it at WRBM. Start of the week. I don't, I don't even know if it's true or not. I'm just going to. It's definitely true. It's okay. definitely three, three points. If I had three more points. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. I know. I hear you. If I had three more points in week two, three more points in week three, I'd be three and one. Mm. Suck it. <laughs> Get ready. You've also yeah. only scored the fifth highest points total, even with those six points. So. Yeah, and if I would have played Nick last week, I would have beat him. So there's that <laughs> right. too. Right. But you didn't. Right. And I didn't score six points. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, well, Tim beat Chris uh, 105.7 to 99.8. Before we get into the game, uh, Tim wanted me to pass along that he and his wife, Dina, had their little baby boy, Ty. He is a cutie. He's 7 pounds, 13 ounces. Um, So congratulations to Tim and Dina and Brock, who's now an older brother now. It's pretty cool out there. Um, Chris. Is, on the other hand, is not doing so well, man. He is he's averaging a measly 99.8 points per game. He is still winless, and, yes, he is off to the worst start in WRBF history. He's, this is the worst start he's ever had. And, you know, again, he was one of the OGs, one of the founding members of WRBF, so he's been in it for a while, and this is his worst start ever. But t- Tim finally has some good luck. He gets um, – he gets – he has – his lowest scoring total of the season, but still gets the win. So props to Tim. Anything you guys want to add to that matchup? Yeah, I think Chris is just a he's – a, he's going after records, I think, at this point. He's, he had the 13-1 and one season. And uh, is it possible for him to get a 1-13 season? Ooh, he could go 1-12. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> He's not making any moves either. He's like Sam. He's not doing anything. Chris is pretty stubborn. Chris right. is pretty stubborn. Right. So you know, he I will tell you, me and him, we had a couple of exchanges. I think it was after the first week of the season. We, we almost made a blockbuster ourselves, but couldn't pull the trigger. Couldn't pull the trigger that early. Mm. So he's trying. I think he's trying behind the scenes. You just don't hear about it. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he won't give up. He's a fighter. That's for sure. Well, uh, I tell you, before we go on any further, I do want to mention that Dell, Logan, and Ryan still have not paid their league dues. We are going oh, to yeah. help, guys. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, going into week five and still no money from those guys. Uh, and, 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 and Logan still hasn't given me the golf trophy yet that I won. But that's not what I'm really bitter about. So um, the league dues thing. All right, so we talked about it a couple weeks ago. I uh, would like to have some kind of punishment for these people who haven't paid. And Tim actually texted me a pretty good idea that I want to pass along to you guys. So um, this year, Tim wants to do the minus point system where we take points away at the beginning of the matchup. And those points uh, kind of grow. They get greater and greater the longer they don't pay their league dues. And then next year, this was Tim's idea, and I think this is pretty sweet. Tim's idea is if you do not pay your league, your league dues, I, as the commissioner, will not release your FAV money until you pay up. So if you don't pay and at, the, at the draft, you, you do not have any FAV money. Going into week one, you, as soon as the draft ends, you have zero fab dollars. And I do not put your fab money in until you pay me. I don't put the fab money in your account until you put my money in my hand. I really like that idea. What, do you, what are you guys' thoughts? It, that's the one way that will get people, hopefully would get people to, um, to do it. I think you do both, though. I still think you do the minus system and the fab. That way – for people like Sam and Chris who don't care about having fab money, um, there's still a penalty for them. I like it. Yeah, I think there's – I mean, there's there's plenty of time to uh, be able to pay these dues. I mean, I, I feel like this conversation shouldn't happen. And I think one of the things we could do – I'll throw at you another one live here. Let's hear it. For every week – and don't, I wouldn't do it right now. I think we got to probably vote on this one, but – for every week, the person does not pay their dues. We as a league vote a team member off their team. Ooh, Drop. damn. And then he goes into the pool and we can all bid on him. Ooh, that is a more fun punishment. For sure. I love it. Don't do it now, though. I think some people might get upset, but maybe for next year. Maybe we can double down on that. I need to go ahead and put that in the 2020 off-season owners meeting agenda. That's a good idea. I bet you people people pay at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm. Really get them where it hurts. Mm. Mm. Okay. I, mean, I forget a lot. I, mean, I forget a lot of things. <laughs> and I get, you know, I understand it. I can't get on anybody too much. But uh, yeah. you as commish, you choose what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, is it, that's Bye. A solid idea for sure. Well, hey, uh, Dale, Logan, and Ryan, if you haven't noticed, it would be really cool if you guys would go ahead and pay your league dues. I'd really appreciate it. Um, all right, so speaking of shitty stuff, uh, let's give out this week's a Dookie Award. So we got a couple solid Dookie candidates here. Uh, Chris, again, is off to his worst start ever, 0-4, um, barely averaging 99 points, let alone 100 points a game. And then we also have Logan kind of flipping it a little bit. Logan had some pretty crappy luck in week number four. Again, he lost to the only guy that he could have lost to. Um, and, and he's he's two – no, he's, he's one and three. And so I feel like he could be a solid two and two if it weren't for that. Um, so what do you guys think? Who should we give the Dookie Award to this week? 
I think it's only fair that the only man standing uh, without a win should probably get it. Yeah, I think. All right, yeah. there we, there we, you, hear, you heard it here first. Chris, you are this week's Dookie Award winner. Congratulations, sir. Congratulations. All right, so uh, next up, poll results. So I put it out there. Would you rather lose by less than a point or more than 50? And it was pretty close, actually. We had five people vote. We'd like to see some more action on that. But three people would rather lose by more than 50 and get renamed as opposed to losing by less than one and having that, that heartbreak. Um, so – I'm, I'm with you. I feel like losing my more than fit. I can deal with a new name. Um, and again, I could probably just go ahead and accept it and move on with my life instead of having to wait up on Sunday night or a Monday night and having to watch the entire week uh, of, of games um, and stressing about it. Uh, so yeah, I agree with the, I agree with the public out there. I agree. I agree with the masses for sure. The three people well, two, including myself. <laughs> so <laughs> All right, auction summary. Um, I'm over here making money moves, boys. I'm making money moves. I got Tyler Eifert for 17 bucks, and I could have got him for free. And then I got Auden Tate. Yes, that's right, Auden Tate. Oh, speaking of Auden Tate, I saw this on Twitter. You know, there's, there's Golden Tate. Do you guys know what the uh, periodic table, the symbol for, for gold is, the element? Mm, I feel like I should. It's AU. A, it's AU. Auden Tate. Golden Tate is Auden Tate. <laughs> but I got him. I got AU Auden Tate for 13 bucks. I could have got him for a dollar. So for those of you who are keeping score at home, um, that's a total of $29 that I straight up wasted. Of my family. Yeah. So, yeah, you're wasting all your AU. Boom. Yeah. All these guys. I don't know. Eifert's going to break something soon, I think. Right? Isn't that his thing? Yeah, I shouldn't get that while it lasts. I shouldn't put a lot of stock in him. Uh, he's a bye week filler. Hopefully, my boy um, TJ Hawkinson will come back <laughs> next week. He concussed himself in last week's game, <laughs> and he he's in concussion protocol. But they're on a bye anyway, so hopefully Tyler will fill in. And I'm 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 starting Auden Tate, boys. I'm starting him. I'm flexing that dude. I think he's I got saw- top twenty four you- flex appeal. Did you did you watch the Bengals? I watched the Bengals. Like the Bengals are bad. Well, bad, it's a, bad. I know it was a Monday. It was a Monday night game, and the Red Rocket, uh, Andy Dalton. He 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 always kind of shrivels up in those big, not like spotlight games. And I feel like this week it's it's a one o'clock Sunday game. I think who are they playing? Like the Cardinals or something. Um, yeah. And I I feel like. This is a safe bet for me. I think they're going to be all right. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I, I, the smile on my face can't be bigger right now. <laughs> Two Cincinnati guys on just a right. terrible offense, man. Uh, uh, right. Thank you. I just want to say thank you. Thank right. you. I appreciate well, it. That's a, well, thank you for the nice transition. We'll go ahead and move on to week number five. And uh, we are playing against each other, Nick. Me versus you, the we, the two winningest teams in the history of WRBF are facing off this week. Um, you mean you you mean you mean you and Tucker? Is that what you mean? Uh, no, n- 
no, no. Oh, oh that's right, because Tucker's always been average. Okay, exactly. I just want to get that clear. He just has he just has the one championship when it was like DJ was in the league and Joey and all the like my my grandpa was in the league. <laughs> like mm-hmm. there was yeah. nobody in the league. He won that year, and that's pretty much it. No, not hey, yet. I made this possible. Like I'm don't don't crap on the ones that came for you. I made this possible for this league. I was the first ever champion. Yeah, there had mm-hmm. to be one. And I I mean, it was you. So congrats. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Nick, going into the matchup, you were projected to win by twenty. And giving you kind of an update on the Thursday night game, I have two guys going. I've got Russell Wilson who's having a pretty good game so far. He has 23 points, and I don't know why, but I started Rashad Penny, and he has a 1.2 points. Um, so right now I'm winning 24.4 to zip, and you still have a 50%, 57% chance of winning the game. But, um, you know, I, what can I say? I feel like, like we talked about earlier, the Bengals, they have to show up for me. Um, when, when you're going up against James Conner, Alvin Kamara, Julio Jones, and Michael Thomas – you really have to have your guys turn out, so we'll see. I mean, I, I don't have a lot of hope in it, but uh, hopefully, you know, like you said, you flip a coin, man. Flip a coin. 50-50 chance of winning, I guess. Well, you do have Keenan Allen, and I got to tell you, the dude is a beast. I mean, he has uh, carried you <laughs> this season so far uh, to a one and three start, same as me. Right. And um, – you know, I, the projections are projections, man. They're they're just that's all they are. You never know who's going to hit. Hell, Cincinnati might hit. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I feel like I stacked in the draft. You know, my four core guys um, could have done better in the draft, but I'm working with what I got. And slight chance Connor may not play. So that projection that you're possibly worried about may not really be uh be real so yeah yeah i you know i I hope he doesn't play i know you'll you'll have some decent people to plug in there you still have burkhead and you've got emmanuel sanders as a possibility um you can plug james white in and i think he'll still be okay but uh we'll see man we'll see uh sam goes up against dale both these guys are two and two they're both coming off a loss and they're both in the bottom third of the league in total points scored uh that's probably gonna be a nice little pillow fight out there for them too (laughs) and logan go ahead i was gonna say lots of feathers flying around on that one (laughs) logan's going up against chris chris is five and three against logan logan's projected to win uh by uh nearly 16 points Chris has the lowest projected total, so he probably ain't going to get his first win this week. Uh, anything else you guys want to add for Logan against Chris? You want to make some bold predictions or anything there? I, I really think Logan's got it in the bag, but uh, we can we can update that game. Logan right now, he has Gurley and Woods going, and uh, Gurley's having a decent game. He had a rushing touchdown. Logan's up 15.9 to 4. Chris has the Rams D playing. He only has four points, but I feel like Todd's Gurley, he's actually having a decent decent night for uh, for how he's looked so far this season. He's got 49 yards and a rushing touchdown. I don't think uh, Logan's floor is all that high, but, I mean, he, his team can pop. I mean, Nicole Hardman 
is just boom or bust. Yeah. And um, so you, you don't really know kind of what, who's going to show up. Right. Um, Chris's team doesn't look half bad. I mean, honestly, it doesn't. I mean, yeah, he's starting two tight ends, but if anybody watched that Green Bay game last, last week, Jimmy Graham was getting the ball. Yeah. And uh, Adams is out. I think Jimmy Graham might have a, a pretty good game in a close game with Dallas. I think A-Rod's been traditionally good against them. I don't That's know why point. I'm not starting him. Could come back and fight me. But I think um, I mean, Chris might win his first game. Ooh, ooh, hot take. Oh, and Ty Gurley just punched in again. So, uh, right now, Logan's up 22 to 4. Um, so, ooh, Ty Gurley's got 17 points, so it's going to be tough for Chris, <laughs> even though you just made that bold prediction. Um <laughs> Next up, Steve is playing Kevin Saquon Barkley, like we talked about earlier, could come back this week, and it's going to be interesting to see how Steve plays that situation. And Kevin is projected to win. Um, Tucker, anything you you want to add? I don't know. What do you think about those guys? Uh, You feel like Kevin's just going to keep it rolling? uh, Or maybe are you going to be the only undefeated team left? What are your thoughts on that matchup? That's going to be a really close matchup. That's that's – I actually think that one's going to come down to the wire. It'll come down to the, you know, the, I guess <laughs> Steve will know Sunday at four o'clock whether or not he's going to win because every single one of his guys play at one. <laughs> so he'll know at four o'clock whether or not he's going to win. And then um, coming down to, uh, yeah. He's Sunday, got Jarvis, Jarvis Landry. Right now he's got Jarvis Landry in his flex and he plays Monday night, but he's questionable. Oh. And he might have to plug like Tariq Cohen in, or maybe Philip Dorsett in that flex spot. So you're right; he may he might be done by the four o'clock games on Sunday. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's going to be a close matchup. Um, it's a 52 percent chance that Kevin can win, according to ESPN. Uh, next up, Ryan is going up against Tim. Both these guys are two and two. And there's right now, when I looked earlier, um, there was only a 0.1 point difference in their projected total so less than a point for those two guys uh, and there is only one team that ryan has never lost to ryan is four and zero oh against tim oh wow that's a stat <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i would have never guessed that ryan has an undefeated record against anybody let alone tim and Tim's starting out with a, a goose egg right now with Brandon Cook. So I guess he's got he got, got a catch fine. He's got two point seven now. But um, yeah, Tim Tim's point total dropped dramatically. He's down at a one thirteen projection. So, um, but hey, look at that. Will Disley's helping him out with ten points. There you go. Yeah, he plugged him right in. I, I'm really glad we made that move a couple years ago to drop the whole veto like time thing where you had to wait two days for a trade to go through and i like that it goes through automatically now so yeah tim tim's on top of it he went ahead and plugged in will disley and he's got 10 points like tucker said i that could have been the week five wrbf game of the week but it's not the next matchup is tucker you're going up against callahan um you guys have a combined record of seven and one there was only a two-point differential in your projected projected totals. Uh, actually, Callahan leads the uh, head-to-head matchup five to one. Uh, looking at the Monday night game, both of you guys are you, you have Cooper Cup who scored a touchdown and Chris Carson who has 64 yards, and then Callahan has Tyler Lockett who also scored a touchdown. So both 
Both your teams are doing fairly well for a Thursday night game. Uh, Tucker, what are your thoughts, man? How are you feeling about your matchup against Callahan? Uh, so not good. Um, so I'll tell you, going into the week, going into the week, I really feel like this is going to be the game. Whether I like, I have an opportunity to make it to the end undefeated. This is this is one of the tests along the way. Um, Tyler has been putting up some monster points. Um, he's the only team that's outscored me this year um, uh, from a point total standpoint. Right. And uh, and it was just it's just been. It's it's going to be a nerve wracking week all week. Callahan, he's had your number, man. He uh, he's had a lot of success against you. Um, he's only you've only you've only beaten him one time, and uh, his team looks strong. I mean, I, I lost to him last week. Um, he's three and one. Uh, I know you're four and zero, oh, but this is going to be a great matchup. I really feel like this is you know, these are the two of the two of the best teams in the league, and I cannot wait to see how it plays out. Um, we got Sunday Sunday night duel between T.Y. Hilton, if he plays, and Naheem Hines. So uh, it may come down to Sunday night. Look, it is, it is way more than that, guys. If you look at this, not only, Tucker, do they have Hines versus Hilton, but you've got Gordon, Melvin Gordon versus Austin Eckler. You've got Lockett going up against Cup, which is happening, happening right now. And then you'll have Nelson Aguilar against Robbie Anderson. I mean, you've got – while you two are playing each other, you have individuals on your teams literally fighting against each other. Man, that is – that's, that's a good point. I didn't notice that. That is the most fun thing. Like, the most fun part of, like, this whole fantasy football thing is whenever you have guys playing on opposite sides of the ball in the same game. And so you're invested in the entire game. That I mean, it – Tucker, you had you had mentioned it like last week or something about maybe getting together on Sundays and watching football at your place. I would love to do that, man. Whether whether I have a few guys together and watch these games play out and having these the fantasy impact from the games, man, I, I love it. That's one of my favorite parts of fantasy football. I just want you guys to come over here so I can talk shit to your face. <laughs> yeah, let's my team's so you. good. Eat it. You're five and four, okay? Because it's gonna happen. Yeah, I like how Tucker is, you know, he's has all these ideas when his team is 4 and 0, but when his team was crappy, he never said anything about it. Exactly. Mm. All right, guys, well that was that's going to be the the end of the the podcast. Uh, appreciate you guys filling in for Callahan. Um any any parting words before we dip out of this bed? It's going to be cold getting out. You two guys are nice and warm. <laughs> well, Nick no, I'm I'm good. I just want to tell everybody, um, good luck this week, uh, except for Tucker. And uh, talk to you guys soon. All right, sounds good. I appreciate you guys hopping on. Thank you all for tuning in to the Two Guys in a Bed podcast, the official podcast of where reality becomes fantasy.